Underwood. Thin ice! <laughs> to smoke some weed and shut up. My God. Oh, I thought for sure. There it is. Boom! Yes! All right. On a basketball podcast episode. 182. Yeah, okay. Um, December 7th, 2023 is the day, the date. Jesus, it's a Thursday. Um, coming off of uh, a win. Yeah. Um, Correct. They did win. Uh, brought to you by uh, Armchair Illini also. I got yeah, you. Yeah, wasn't gonna get there. I was in the box score. I, I just don't have that pulled up. I know you're you're lost in the sauce right now. Uh, what did you go play golf? You just get back from no. The I think I think I'm gonna play tomorrow. Okay. All right. I didn't yeah. have time. I didn't get up till like twelve today. So <laughs> Ethan running a little late today, so that's why we were late, of course. Uh, Bergy, what's that going is, on? That is uh, so false, but whatever. It's cool. <laughs> Jeff, what's up? Quackle, what's going on? Welcome I got here guys. at 157. That is three minutes early. Uh, not early enough. I, I do think I should have been a little bit early. Yeah, um, and then I was but, on the phone. I had work to do. So yeah, it right. It's you know? not as important as this, but hey, uh, <laughs> they won Tuesday night. That's really all that matters. Yeah, uh, big win. Scored a bunch of points, too. Gave up a bunch of points, scored a bunch of points. I don't know. I think that was the way to win this game if you look at the way FAU is. I mean, you got to be happy that, you know, they can win a game where the other team's playing very good also. Got to be a big feather in the cap for Brad Underwood. Yeah. Uh, player of the game. Games. Games. Nice uh, spelling by you game. on the uh, – on What the, I the do. Marcus DeMax. Uh, Max. Perfect. <laughs> We're leaving it. So, all right, yeah. Um, that looks good, yeah. Well, jeez, see, can't ever make a mistake with this guy. Well, it's just right in front of me, I can see it, you know. Okay, how's that? Is that better? Yep, markets right. Yep, about parents. I usually mess up parents. No, you got it right. Yes, all right, here we go. Uh, we went with the guys that scored 33 apiece. Shocking, I know you guys are. Really shocked. But uh, Terrence, 35 minutes, 33 points, 10 for 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 11 for 13 from the line, 2 rebounds, a little bit down from the uh, 10 the game before. One block. He had four turnovers. The team had 14, um, which 14 doesn't seem too bad when you consider Terrence had four of them. So uh, he, he proved that he is the fastest guy getting down court in open court. Uh, he was really good, except when, you know, they poked it away. Uh, I think you said it's 50-50 when he goes to the hole like that. The other team will poke it away. I think I think it's almost – I think it's like flipped to where it's probably 70-30 that he loses it when he's going from the three-point line. But if he's going uh, coast, to coast, coast to coast all the definitely. way, I, I think it's like 70-30 that he's going to score. Yeah. That, that seems like a fair assessment. He went to his right a lot this game, too, which was nice to see. He looked a lot more comfortable going to his right. Um, the, the FAU's defense kind of didn't allow you to penetrate, and then I don't, Illinois just – it seemed like they figured it out, found a way to, to get in there. So who would you go with? Marcus DeMax. DeMax. You know, what I found interesting about this Maximus. is – No. Um, is that I've, I think it was a swing and a miss. Um, I think the interesting thing from, from this game in terms of people actually talking about Damascus on a national stage is that a lot of people don't know how to pronounce his name. I heard a lot of Domask. Don't like that. You don't like D-O. What is D-O? Do. Okay. Now put an M in there. It's not going to be Domask. Not the way the English language is. It's kind of weird. Damask. What about D? What What about D O M A? Screams dome. Nothing. So I think we need to realize that when D O is in the beginning of a name, uh-huh. it's probably going to be duh. Okay. Thank you. 
D-O-U-G. Doug. Do we say Doug or do we say uh uh There's a U Doug? in that though? Doug, yeah, D, but the O is in front of the U. <laughs> duh. The O in a name is duh. This okay? lighting's killing me, by the way. I, the lighting makes my beard look like I'm a goddamn ginger. I don't want that. You um, are. No, I'm not. I'm literally not. Look at my hair. You think my hair? Look at the hair. That looks brown. It's, this bullshit. I mean, whatever. Pissing me off. <laughs> 37 minutes, 33 points, 15 of 21 from the field, two for six from three, one of one from the free throw line, six rebounds, three assists. Um, I I think we need to take a step back in this game and realize that he's not going to do this again. Um, however, wow, he, he's never going to score 33 again. Are you kidding me? Come on, don't even they, don't, don't wow that. That's they are talking about how he's not even shooting well, and he did that. Two for six from three, I think is fine. I mean, it's not great, but you live with it. Yeah, and a couple of those were forced because they had to You be. think it's outrageous for me to say he's not going to score 30 again, at least in a game like this? <laughs> Come on. How many times an Illini player scored 30 I more agree. than once in a season? I agree. Come on. I, I, um, it, was, it was a joke. I don't think it Obviously. was. I think you were dead serious. Uh, it's just I think we, we had a problem last season where we kind of got ahead of ourselves with – the UCLA win and the Texas win. I don't want to do that. I, I think agree. this team is good, but I don't like Illinois is not going to score 98 points against a top 12 team again, unless it's Tennessee, which would be very weird, but they're not a top 12 team. Yeah. I'm okay with pumping the brakes just a, just a bit. I mean, this was a good win. Um, Great. Win. Tennessee coming up. I, I, I don't know if this is like a, Oh, we're national champs. No. I think you're hitting the brakes too hard though. I think it was a great win. Great win. Okay. I agree. I agree. It's a great win. So it's, it's a win that you wanted to go get. Um, but it's also somewhat of an outlier win because Damask and Shannon had 66 points combined and they correct. made 25 shots. I don't see that happening again. Just I, how I, Shannon's performance against UCLA was an outlier last season. That's true. However, um, the evidence would support right now that Terrence Shannon has been as consistent as we've seen him ever yeah, in his college. It, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Terrence Shannon went from, like, I saw today on Twitter, 51 on uh, the mock draft. Now he's up to 12. Over, I feel like that happened. You know, in these few games. I feel so. like something similar to that happened last season in different yeah. spots. Yeah. After the UCLA game, a lot of people were like, he might be a first-round guy. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that we've seen from him, which is, like, he is – I think you were probably right about him definitely being a better three-point shooter. I still think he'll probably have a week where he's not making anything. Uh, but two for That's five fine. in this game. He did airball two in this game, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. I think dribbling into those threes crossover, it's either going to be nothing but net or it's not even going to be close. Um, then I think there's also some rhythm threes where he's catching it in rhythm and making them. Um, and I think that's what makes it – like anybody – I, I said a lot going into the season how much better I think they would be from three this year. I think they are. I don't care about the percentages. Like, Harmon is making them. Goody is 20 for 43. Shannon shooting over 40%. Uh, Domask, as everyone wants to call him, hasn't been great from three, but still uh, I think he'll be better than 25% a couple months from now. Uh, Gary yeah. hasn't made them, which is, I guess, you know, you can live with that. But, He's got to uh, stop taking them, I think. Gary has stopped shooting. Well, I, I, Tim and Coleman are on the floor at the same time. Somebody's got to shoot them, I think. That's true. Uh, but they're up to their top 115 three point percentage right now, um, which last season you looked, they were 335th. I don't think there's any denying that they're better this year. So everybody could shut up about how bad they looked in the during the Spain trip. Jesus. They could yeah. shoot. They, they could scored shoot. 98 points against. I know FAU's not great defensively, but they're still. FAU still the best defensive team they've played this year outside of Rutgers and Marquette. Yeah. So, what do you well, want? Get I, I think another thing so. <laughs> with this point is that FAU just simply could not match the size of Illinois. Like it wasn't even close. Yeah. Size. Yeah, and Damask uh, spoke of that after the game. Uh, he said, "Quote: I knew going in that was a smaller team, so we probably have our way inside." just trying to play within the offense. Terrence probably yells at me more than the coaches telling me to be aggressive and stuff like that. Uh, Terrence was, was uh, 
is very adamant about, you know, being a leader. And it showed in the post-game presser, like he was telling DeMass not to talk about how he's not shooting well because they're going to start falling. So um, Terrence said of DeMass, uh, quote, he's unstoppable. I'm always on him about being aggressive, and he was tonight. And I was really proud of that. And he could do that every night. I think that fact. What he won't Terrence Shannon. Terrence Shannon is the best transfer in the history of the program. That is a fun fact. We will talk about transfers here later. All you Illini fans are such idiots, by the way. <laughs> but we'll get to it, I guess. Um, and you're you're you might be surprised how uh, how Matthew Meyer falls on my list of five. So. I'm sure, yeah, and and Andres Feliz, by the way, does not count. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, he's he's not even a, he's a if he's you're a JUCO, JUCO player, is I, not a transfer. In I there. agree. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get there. Um, yeah. Terrence Shannon is listed as a point guard on Ken Palm right now. By the way, last year he was listed as a small forward. This small year he's listed forward. as a point guard. I don't know what's up with that. Damask listed as a uh, small forward, and then Rogers is listed as I think as a shooting guard, which. Might as well get rid of the the, the phrase "shooting guard" when you uh, somebody listed as a shooting guard can't shoot. Can't shoot, yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, Damask definitely brought the ball up the most in this game. There were there were times where Damask literally went ninety seven feet to the. I basket. think I think Damask played the actual Jalen Pickett role in this game. He did yeah. everything. He did looked like it looked like a cross between Michael Jordan at the Garden and <laughs> Jalen Pickett. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I mean, just the this you know fadeaway. Is, is Illinois is Illinois's last is Illinois last year's Penn State team with without they're not quite as good at shooting and they're better defensively. I mean, uh, people are talking. Sounds uh, sounds. I'm correct. just I'm just joking, but you know whatever. Um, uh, there was a there was a stat. Uh, Damask and Shannon became the first Division One teammates. To each score at least 30 points on 70% shooting, very specific. Yeah, I mean it's a- in a game since Thomas Kenny and Drew Samuels did it for Marist in a 119 to 108 loss to Niagara in January of 1999. It is the literal definition of an outlier with these numbers. <laughs> I think both of these guys are gonna be huge parts. I mean, going into this game, you thought Damascus was a bust pretty much. I did. Um, I, I I apologize to everybody. I apologize to Marcus Damask. We I will never am sorry. There you go. We will never see Illinois be this efficient. The rest of the like, there's no way. Like they shot. Do you 60... think everybody's expecting it from Damask now, though? That's kind of what my they're stupid is. if they're expecting him to score thirty. That's true. I'm expecting Maybe him to put 30. up double digit points and make some threes, and and do it efficiently. He's not right? going to be able to back down against Josiah Jordan James and Jonas Adu from Tennessee. It's not going to work the same way. Like Golden was the only threat. He had a lot of foul trouble. I think Dusty May probably wishes he played Golden a little bit more, especially with how hesitant they were to give him foul calls. I mean, he only played 19 minutes. But anyway, uh, my point was Illinois shot 60-40-90. Like what? That is insane. Yeah. They were like, I think they were 17 for 21 around the rim. Uh, They shot 76% from two. A ridiculously efficient game. Like we're never going to see 60, 40, 90 from this team again. Yeah. I don't even know if we'll see 50, 40, 90, honestly. Like I don't think we'll ever see that 90 in the free throw category again. Well, let's if think it, of who's shooting. It's over 85. I'll be happy. Gary, a two for two. We haven't seen that very much this year. Right. Harmon two for two. He hasn't shot very many free throws. Dane Shannon, I didn't go to the line. That's yep. That's and huge. then Shannon 11 of 13 probably could have gone 13, 13 for 13. I think the, the ones that he missed were close. And then Coleman two for two is pretty rare. And then Damask one for one. So yeah. this, a lot of this performance was an outlier, but that doesn't change the fact that I think this is a very good team. Like, in the conversation with Wisconsin and Ohio State for second best in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, and and they're still going to have games where you're not going to be happy. It could be Saturday. Right? It's college basketball. There's games where you're not going to be happy. It's just Illinois is either we're the best team in the country or we suck, we're not doing anything. Uh, Ott says, where you guys got seats at? Behind the bench? Uh, for Tennessee, we are in the rafters, is from what I've been told. They were $26. So, uh, Zach says, let's go 3 and 0 on this roadkill trip. 
Jeff, he's better at shooting and staying in control. Plus, he's not forcing as many passes. Damask or yeah, Shannon? I think he's talking about Damask. Maybe not. Though. I don't know. I don't know. They, these were put up a while ago. Uh, Jeff said, I said he was point guard after the Kansas game. Yeah, we know. Never see them shoot 18 and 20 at the line. <laughs> Never going to happen. Inbrox, 42 points in less than 14 minutes was the remark on the broadcast. They scored 59 points in the second half. This they, is a game. They, they scored like four points in the first eight minutes. 39 so, points in the first half Shannon. and scored 98 in the game. Shannon is a better shooter, and I agree. He's not forcing as much, but but he's not. He's kicking out too, which is nice. All right. Um, who else played basketball? You know, there were outliers on FAU side too. I think if we're being fair, like uh, Elijah Martin usually doesn't struggle from three in that same manner. Um, yeah. 30, he was 40% two years ago and 38% last season. I think the length really frustrated him. He's 6'2. He, he typically plays like a hybrid wing guard role for them at that size one for seven from three uh trey carroll uh, making those threes was kind of interesting um <laughs> yeah i just you know i think illinois just matches up so well against fau because of the size difference and the fact that illinois is like probably the most dynamic team fau's played this year i mean texas a&m is really good and uh i i also think that um like Butler and Virginia Tech and Liberty are pretty decent teams, and Charleston's a good mid-major, but Illinois is a unique challenge for them. And it's really curious to see how they play Arizona in a couple weeks. Uh, they play neutral site against Arizona. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Probably going to be bad because I think Arizona's size will also hurt them. But uh, Coleman played 26 minutes, nine points, three of eight from the field, one of five from three. Uh, the one three hit was huge. Mm hmm. Two for two from the line. Those two free throws were also huge. Uh, nice box out. Uh, got, I think that's when Golden picked up his fifth, maybe. On that was it? Out. Was it eighty six, eighty four when he made that three? Make it eighty nine, eighty four. Like yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Um, and apparently Coleman's a terrible shooter, according to people that have been on this podcast before. He is a terrible shooter, but you can go one for five, and <laughs> that if you make that one, as long as you make one, I, yeah. Uh, I think the statement was they played that defense perfectly. You let that, you let Coleman shoot that shot. So, which is what they were doing um, with Golden Carroll and Rosado, and all those guys are making shots, making them, yeah. Um, two rebounds for him, two assists, three steals, one block, one turnover. The one turnover was a just a terrible outlet pass. I don't, I'm not sure why he thought he could Forced. get it in there. Yeah. Um, I thought his defense was good, but then I saw that Golden had a career high 23 points. 23 for a career high seems low, but I guess he really hasn't yeah. developed into what he is. Well, and, the, and he only played 19 years. minutes because of that. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I think Dusty should have played him more, but yeah, what do? I think he probably could have. Um, but I, but Coleman just kind of, he's, he's everywhere. And this defense is kind of like that. I mean, they pick each other up. Um, you know, if somebody gets beat, there's always somebody there to, to, to get on the next guy. I think, uh, Joe Jackson, friend of the program broke down the game yeah, and, and, and said that during his breakdown. So, uh, AO says at the end of tight games, we'll need a better ball handler to break press, especially March. Hopefully Moretti can fill that void. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody's still all over Moretti. Moretti's not going to do anything. Um, I also – I don't even think he's on this road trip. They took a picture. He's not even there, right? Has anybody yeah. seen him? Yeah, it's great. Um, So – It is great. Uh, the problem is that they don't break presses by ball handling. They're a pass person. And they have the length to be able to pass out of it, so they just need to take advantage of that. And we can't have Damask and, and Rodgers just standing there not doing anything. That's what takes time off the clock. And, you know, Shannon, maybe he can run downhill and draw a foul. I don't know. Uh, but I wanted to also shout out uh, Jeffrey Anderson, the referee in this game, who was calling all the travels possible, which was great. He's also the high knees guy. If you look at okay. the tweet that I put in the chat, he does the high knees down I the floor. I know exactly. I, I don't even have to look at it. I know exactly yep. what you're talking about. Sixth-ranked referee on Ken Bomb this season, so that's pretty good. You had number six, Jeffrey Anderson, number 21, Brian Dorsey, number 34, KB Burdett. 
I thought the refs did a pretty good job. I think there were some times in the game where I was like, Jesus, we're calling you were, that. Yeah, you were kind of getting mad. But I think well, I think that's just what it is. I think so well, I think there was a stretch of like three calls in a row. There when for, Illinois first went up seven early in the second half, there was yeah. two and ones for FA. And like some of these calls that are so and far like away the, from the basket. I just the foul it. on Harmon wasn't didn't look like a foul. Um, but yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Coleman after the game was interviewed and he said, quote I knew we were fully capable of beating this guys. I think the real test for us is on Saturday. So he That's said, I was never worried about FAU kind of worried about Tennessee though. So. Don't be worried about Tennessee. If you're not going to be worried about FAU. Yeah. <laughs> I know the poll doesn't matter, but FAU six spots ahead of Tennessee, by the way, uh, FAU true. beat Tennessee last season, the sweet 16, by the way. Yeah. Tennessee Coleman. also Do your research ranked teams. So yeah. And Tennessee is way bigger than this team. Uh, Ty Rogers, 24 minutes, 0 for 1 from the field, five rebounds, three assists, one turnover. It's fine. Take it all day. Take it all day. Um, Quincy, 17 minutes, didn't play as much as you would think, but I think that a lot of that had to do with how well Harmon played when he came in. Um, and you didn't need him since Damask was kind of playing the 3 4 role. Uh, 17 minutes, one for three, 0 for one from three, two for two from the line, four points, two rebounds, two turnovers. Quincy can show flashes of greatness and then he can just kind of get lost. So, uh, I think that I think he might play a big factor against Tennessee, though. I think, I think Quincy might need to step up. Uh, on the bench, Luke Goody, 23 minutes, one for two, one of one from the three-point line, three points, two rebounds, one steal, one turnover. Uh, he came in, gave Illinois kind of a spark on offense, uh, got a three up, made it, and then they benched him. But he didn't really need him, but I wish they would have ran a few more sets for him to to get some open threes. I, I think they're going to need some threes against Tennessee, the way Tennessee plays defense. So we might see a lot of a lot of Luke Goody getting set up for that. Uh, Harmon, like I said, I thought he played really well. Twenty-two minutes, three of five, two of two from the, from three, two of two from the line, ten points, two rebounds. Underwood said, "Quote: Justin has been terrific. Put this in here for you. He's become very consistent in practices and in terms of practicing hard and intense every day. It's starting to pay off. And preparation leads to success. And his preparation preparation is key." I think we should give Justin Harmon a shout out because this is a guy who was really, really good down the stretch for Utah Valley last season. He probably could have gone to another power conference school and been a starter. Yeah. Um, I think some other Big Ten teams would take him right now in the backcourt. Uh, yeah. Comes home, didn't play a lot early in the season. I think it wasn't there a game where he didn't play at all or something. Okay. Yeah. Oakland, he played six minutes. Like, yeah. There were, yeah, couple but the last you look at the last five games, he's played 15 plus, he's played 20 plus minutes in three of those games. Uh, he's three for three from three in the last two games. Um, he scored, uh, he had four points in the first three games. Since then, he has uh, 35 points in the uh, previous uh, five, so that's only seven a game. But guess what? He's doing his role. Uh, he's not turning the ball over. He hasn't had any turnovers the last two games. Exactly. I think that's um, the thing is like when when Ty is kind of out of control sometimes, I think that it's nice that you can bring Harmon in who is under control, who handles the ball well, and he's still – you're not losing a whole lot on defense, um, maybe a few inches, but I don't think it's a ton on defense compared to Ty. Somehow had four fouls. He did have four fouls, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, I Harmon. I think Harmon's going to play a huge role coming up, um, especially in the in the big games like Tennessee, uh, Purdue. Those games that um, this is part. Harmon is an example of part of what they missed last season, which was like a veteran guard to come off the bench, kind of like an Andres Feliz role. Yeah, um, and make some shots. Like their guard options off the bench last season sincere who we all like but come on he's not gonna come in and make a lot of shots yeah. um sincere and, probably would have got dgl minutes in this game like yeah, yeah. i don't think sincere would have played like i, think I don't dgl would have gotten more than two if he didn't come in and you if know, they didn't call that carry right off yeah the so which i mean um, trying to do too much for sure yeah he, he just kind of looked a little too quick right there uh Imbrot's 
wants to know if Shannon was guarding Martin. I think Shannon was on Davis most of the game, but I don't know that for a fact. I don't even remember the game. I know you don't. I know you don't. Uh, Hansberry, three minutes, two points, two rebounds. Uh, came in, did what he needed to do. Uh, we were both kind of leery on that layup that he <laughs> had. It wasn't the prettiest, but it went in. Um, DGL, we talked about him. Two minutes, had a turnover. Uh, carried. Skip Dane Danger. Oh, Dane Danger. Forget. How can I forget about Dane? Um, 11 minutes, perfect from the field. Two for two. One Good rebound. Stat line. One rebound, one block. The two turnovers. That's great. Cut that off, and then it's a great stat line. Yeah, uh, he tried to dribble once again outside three. You blamed it on the rest of the team. I think, uh, yeah, because nobody was for me. He wouldn't. He couldn't get the hand off because they were like fronting Shannon hard, and he like looked around. Nobody else was moving to get the ball, so he's just like, okay, let me dribble, and then just instantly gone. Got his ass shoot. I saw people saying that Brad has looked more relaxed this year. And maybe that Whitman and his wife told him that he needs to calm down or he's going to keep losing kids. I don't know if they watched this game, but he turned around and chewed some ass in this game. <laughs> but you know the difference between this season and last season? These kids aren't a bunch of P-U-S-S-Ys. Yeah. No, well, that's not even where I was going to go, but whatever. <laughs> um, I was going to say that this team is so much older, you don't need to coach as much with a lot of these guys. And I don't think that they, I mean, they'll get yelled at. They don't care. Uh, MJ, sorry, I'm late. Good to see you. Good to see you, MJ. Uh, Embrot says, how different is playing Edie than playing Golden? Edie's just bigger. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if he's shoot as skilled, the but way he's definitely can. bigger. Yeah. Got to hope you can get him in foul trouble like they did with Golden, too. Game was awesome in person. MJ, did you go? You went to both games. You going to Tennessee too? Just are you just traveling with the team right now? All right. Uh, other notes and quotes. Ethan already talked about sixty three percent shooting, forty percent from three, ninety percent from the line. Underwood said, "Quote: Heck of a college basketball game. That was terrific. It's not often you shoot sixty three percent, and you need all of it to win." Fair. Yep. Uh, they did lose the rebounding battle for the first time in a few games. Uh, it's crazy though. There was only 54 total rebounds, and they Illinois had 56 rebounds themselves against Rutgers. So, um, let's see what else we got. FAU had 12 offensive rebounds. Uh, a lot of those were bangerangs from three that just fell into. FAU. They missed. They missed 14 threes. I wonder how many of those offensive rebounds came from those. Three on one possession, it was like three. They had three, I think. I would bet there was probably nine offensive rebounds off of threes somewhere around there. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Jeff says Shannon has taken on the leadership. I agree. I think Shannon's turned into a, a great leader. The uh, mass said uh, of the game, and this is why I think they just got to kind of, you know, Damas had a great game. You can't expect it every time. Just like you guys all saw Moretti play some crap team, and you're like, oh, he's freaking the best point guard I've ever seen. Uh, Damas said, quote, it's just basketball. I feel like some games you have it, some games you don't. Some games you get more looks, some games you don't. I just try to take advantage of everything I can and do whatever I can do to help the team win the game. Uh, and then Underwood, to finish this off, said, quote, when you play in a marquee event, it is a different umph to it, a different pop to it. You're going to play a good opponent on a neutral neutral site. Yeah, this is one game now, but it's against a ranked opponent. Nice to know internally that our team can get to that. So Glad you got through that. I did struggle. <laughs> Sorry. That was bad. That was, that was really bad. But <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, good win. Uh, great win. Sorry. Great win. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Terrence Shannon doesn't know Shout how to use the MSG. So. Yeah, it's true. Shout out to Terrence Shannon. Um, he's number four in the Ken Palm Player of the Year standings right now. Uh, Zach Eady, number one of Purdue. Uh, Jaden Ledee of San Diego State's number two. Uh, Kyle uh, Flopopowski of Duke is number three. <laughs> Shannon, number four. PJ Hall of Clemson, number five. Tristan Newton of UConn, number six. 
Hunter uh, Hunter Dick Henderson of Kansas, number seven. Suspended. By the way, a scumbag. Yeah. Did he actually get suspended? Because that was a fake. It was a fake Rothstein tweet. Oh, was was another it? tweet. Yeah. Uh, maybe not then. I don't think he actually got suspended. It was a fake. It was John Rothstein, not why is, John. Why is fake stuff popping up in my feed? It did to me too, and I it almost got me. But I'm not that dumb, I guess. Not huh? an idiot. Janai <laughs> uh, Broom of Auburn, number eight. Baylor Shireman of Creighton, number nine. And we'll see this guy Dalton connect on uh, on Saturday. Tennessee is number ten. So uh, Edie, pretty much the runaway right now by the numbers, but um, who knows? Yeah, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon's Shannon playing like this. I, he's got a shot. He'll be an All American for sure, which would be another All American for Brad Underwood, who apparently can't coach. I mean. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I, I saw Ant Wright, who obviously we like a lot, are tweeting about Are people value. saying Brad, Brad still can't coach? No, I just think that his tweet was about how he he's being paid a lot to not get to the Sweet 16, which I think is fair. But that also is a I fair think, argument. I think you also have to look a lot of like what the program was before he got there, uh, bringing the program back to being relevant. I think Matt Norlander had an article about uh, all of this. Um, and like how we need to take step back, take a step back and think of like, this is a success story for Brad Underwood. Uh, he has one year at another power conference school comes to Illinois. John Gross was a horrific, horrific portion of the history of this program. And the first years were brutal. He got certain guys to stick around. Uh, yeah. I mean, just because Illinois has a lot of money doesn't mean that the program was built, you know, I mean, he had to rebuild it. I I think the the pay thing is kind of. I mean, that's more just Illinois alumni have a lot of money. Yeah, I don't. I, I just. Yeah, I'd like to see. I don't think they're um, paying because of who he is. I'm. I think they're paying because they can pay that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Jay says, "What makes you hold your breath more, Hawkins step back three or Dane putting the ball on the floor?" I'm going to say Dane putting the ball yeah, on the, the floor. I think the success rate with Hawkins' step back three is probably like three for 30, which is probably better than – Better than his than Dane's turnover yeah. rate when he puts the ball on the floor. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, on to Tennessee. Yeah, Illinois, Tennessee, uh, Saturday, 11 a.m. Central, noon Eastern. You'll be there. CBS. Yes. Uh, Illinois is number 20, 7-1. Tennessee is number 17, 5-3. Uh, a total honor for the program to be a part of the first game of the season on CBS. Haven't figured out who's announcing that game. If anybody knows or looks it up or if it's out there, let us know um, who will be on the call for that. Have to imagine we might see uh, Raft maybe, um, hopefully. Yeah, I think. That would be good. Uh, but Tennessee certainly better than their 5-3 and three record. Uh, went into Maui and lost uh, two games. Um, they started the season 4-0, including a road win at Wisconsin by 10. Uh, they lost to Purdue by 4 in Maui. They lost to Kansas by 9. Uh, they lost to UNC, somehow giving up 100 points in Chapel Hill by 8. Uh, they have wins over uh, Ken Palm's number 323 team, Tennessee Tech. Uh, Wisconsin, who's number 12 on Ken Palm. Wofford, who's number 245. Syracuse, who's number 100. And uh, George Mason, who's number 98. Really old, really experienced. Uh, like I said earlier, they could match the length of Illinois a lot better than FAU could. Yeah. Um, and they're very old. I mean, you look at their lineup. They have seniors and juniors everywhere. Uh, projected lineup, guard Zakai Ziegler, who had, a, I believe, a, might have been an ACL last season, something like that, but he came back uh, small but a very good defender, 5'9", 171 junior, uh, had an injury. Like I said, averages five points, two rebounds, four assists. Uh, Santiago yeah. Vescovi at the two. I, I know that Rick Barnes not happy with him lately, but uh, 6'3", 192, been there forever, senior, averaging only seven points, three rebounds, two assists this season. So his numbers are a bit down. Yeah, usually he tears it up from three. He's not doing too well this year, right? Yeah. Uh, mentioned earlier, Dalton Connect, 6'6", 204, senior, tries to you know get injured or kill himself in every game with the way he plays. Yeah. Uh, transfer from Northern Colorado, all-American probably will be, uh, averaging 19 points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, one of the better players in the portal. Um, and I think a lot of people knew that. He averaged 20-plus last year in yeah. Northern Colorado. So. I think we were we were all in on 
wanted him to come to Illinois. Uh, I think he's suffering from a high high ankle sprain, so he'll probably Tyler Kolick us. Yeah. Um, so be ready for that. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> At the four, Josiah Jordan James, 6'7", 220 senior, fifth-year senior, averaging 11 points, six rebounds, one assist. And at the five, Jonas Adu, 6'11", 240 junior, averaging 10.7 rebounds, one assist. Um, Ken Palm numbers, adjusted offensive efficiency, Illinois 29th, Tennessee 32nd. Adjusted defensive efficiency, a couple teams that have given up 85-plus points in recent games. Illinois 11th, Tennessee 2nd. Uh, Three-point percentage, Illinois 33.7%, 147th in the country. Tennessee 33.2%, 168th in the country. And then Illinois has a huge advantage here, two-point percentage, Illinois 57.7%. That's good for 20th in the country. And Tennessee 51%, 155th in the country. So... If Illinois can find a way to get the ball inside, which is going to be hard, uh, get it out, kick it out, go up with it, whatever, draw some fouls. I think Illinois has an opportunity to to have a lot of free throws in this game without physical Tennessee is. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, Ty Rogers. I I assume Sakai is going to guard Ty Rogers, and that would be so a waste. But yeah, Ty's ability to to handle the ball. I, I'm guessing that we see a lot of Damask bringing the ball up this game just to, to keep Ziegler off of him. And I think that Ty would probably post up Ziegler too much for that to for that to work out. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they match up defensively because, um, I mean, you could put Connect on Ty because Connect's not a great defender anyways. But I don't know. I don't know where you go from there. So... I don't love the matchup. I don't love the matchup, but I'm still going to pick them to win. So, whoa, not a seller. I've been saying it for days. I said it during the watch party like three times. You know, when you didn't say it, episode 176 doesn't matter. (laughs) It's an in season flow thing. Not a sellout like you. Uh, Players to watch. I am not a sellout. I players to watch. Going with my players to watch. My player to watch. For Illinois would be Terrence Shannon Jr. Wow, really, really good stuff. My player to watch for Tennessee would be you, Dalton Connect. You, you can't even spell his name. I fixed it for you on this one. I that what do you mean? That's right. No, I was it, you spelled it the way that I just fixed it on both, and then I fixed it. You're crazy. You're putting the T in front of the H. That's obviously how it is. Connect. Also, how is it not just neck? Thank you. Yeah, uh, two yeah. All-Americans. Um, can TSJ keep them in check? It's a big question. Can you let me do you my were, You were taking watch? forever you to get somewhere there. to be? Holy cow. Maybe. Crying out loud. All right. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting, uh, these guys going at each other. I don't know how much they'll guard each other. I think Terrence Shannon might guard connect. The opposite is probably not true. Uh, but Shannon is Tennessee. The way Tennessee plays defense, Illinois is going to have to knock down some threes. That's why I said Goody is going to be, he's going to need to knock some down for Illinois. I think Damascus is going to have to shoot a little bit better from three because the way Tennessee plays defense is kind of how FAU started out. Um, the other day, it seems like every guy that's not on the ball has a foot in the lane to stop, uh, driving. And I assume that they're going to do that even more with Terrence Shannon Jr. So I uh, got to do that. And they run a nice uh, two-man game, a little pick and roll. So Illinois has got to figure out how to defend that. They didn't do that too well against FAU. So, uh, yeah, Terrence Shannon, don't connect, both scoring thir- 30 this game, I have a feeling. All right. Uh, I'm going Justin Harmon since I'm actually, you know, going to switch it up rather than uh, keep going with the same guy. Um, on the side. <laughs> Who went with the same guy? Did you not take Shannon in the last game? Nope, I took Coleman Hawkins. Really? Probably not. But I think you. Took I don't Shannon. think I've taken Shannon yet. Honestly, you're the one that's picked the same guy like six games in a row. I picked Ty like twice. Back to back. I picked uh, Coleman Hawkins and Vlad. Whatever. Who cares? Um, Santiago Vescovi for Tennessee. Uh, Harmon has played well over the last few games, like we alluded to earlier. Uh, needs to make keep making shots when given opportunities. Uh, and then Vescovy last two games have been tough. 
uh, criticized by Barnes and seven points in 42 minutes in the last two games. Uh, he played 14 minutes against North Carolina. Yeah, this is a this is a scary game. Tennessee, you know, they're trying to bounce back after those three losses in a row. I think they played George Mason or something, yep. right? Yep. Um, it's not that scary of a game. It's just like a snot out of them. You got to go to Tennessee on the road. But there's like no. Um, luckily, it won't be like an away game because I'll be there. Right. Yeah. Cheering on Illinois. It's like a. It's like a. There's not a lot to lose in this game. I mean, it's not that big of a deal if you lose. I feel like there's definitely more to win than more to lose. Yeah, definitely. Like if you win it, it's a great win on the road against the top twenty team. If you lose, it doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. I don't think anybody's expecting Illinois to win this game, except for you. I am. I am not. Uh, I'm Illinois losing this 68-71. I hope I'm wrong. I I hope I'm wrong, but I said before the season Marquette and Tennessee would be their only two non-conference losses. I'm going to stick with that right now. I don't like changing everything up like Ethan does. Well, I'm the only one that believes in the team. Uh, I'm taking them 76-74 to win. Uh, down 74-73, curl around the screen. Shannon falling towards the Tennessee bench for three. Ball I game. That. Good I night. That. I just made it up. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you think Shannon's not going to have the ball in his hand? I don't know if he'll make the exact type of shot step that I back, said. I don't know if he's going to take a three. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to take a three down one, but whatever. I was kind of recreating the scenario for when the Suns, Devin Booker had a buzzer against the, the Knicks this year. That was kind of exact play like that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says 83 Illinois, 71 Tennessee. That's I don't like that because every everything Jeff said about basketball in this chat is mostly wrong. So Jeff that's also not says my biggest complaint on Brad is he's stubborn in the past. He doesn't make adjustments. Who cares? My biggest complaint of Brad is going to the well too much. Uh, Jeff says, if we can swing the ball around fast enough on passing, we win. And you got to make threes. I, I think this is Tennessee definitely plays. You got to make threes against us to beat us. So, and they're number two in defense after, after UNC hung a hundred on them, they're still number two in defense Kind of says something. So, yeah. Uh, this debate was put up on Twitter by, uh, at DJS one, one, eight, four. Good name. Um, he said the top five transfers in this order were one Terrence Shannon, two Damask, three plumber, four Grandison, five Dane danger. Ethan went out and posted the gif of Matthew Meyer banging monsters against his head. I think that's what he was doing. Um, and you caught a lot of flack for that. People were, were really against it. Um, you know, I posted that and just stopped looking at Twitter. So I had a ton of notifications when I checked again last night. I bet night. you did. I bet you did. Uh, obviously, Matthew Meyer would be in your top five. Where would you put him? Fourth or fifth? Probably fourth. Also, I'm not ready to say Damascus okay. second. Like, what? What are we doing? I like agree. Eight games. I agree. And uh, Dane Danger. Seriously, we're gonna reward Dane Danger for Dane most, Danger most of his never performances. Never be on that top five list. Like most of his good performances. Like this list sucks. I'm I mean, sorry. honestly. Yeah, I think mine would actually be Terrence Shannon, uh, Plummer, Matthew Meyer, Damas Grandison. And if we count Andre Feliz, he would be in there instead of Grandison. He can't count. Sorry. That's fine. I'm just he probably saying. can't. He probably actually can count, but not for this list. Correct. So yeah. I'm going to put Matthew Meyer at three. Hate on it. I don't care. I, yeah, I feel like it's insane. And you know, I'm the thing. biggest Matthew Meyer. I, I'm not going to say hater, but I criticize that guy a lot. I mean, the name of the game is numbers and 52,000 views on this tweet. I feel like that's, I did my, my, my job there. <laughs> job um, well done. Job I think well people done. are, I think this makes me think Illinois fans don't know what they're watching. I think um, this guy, this idiot, Alex Walner, who has a, who apparently is a sports editor for some Twitter account that doesn't even exist. Also roots for the Cubs, Vikings and Cavaliers. Yikes. 
<laughs> he said maybe the worst portal edition. How stupid do you have to be to say that? Like how dumb. Even though I, you're watching. I mean, did Matthew Meyer have a terrible game in the tournament? Yes. But did Matthew Meyer win Illinois games last year? Also, yes. He was also third team all Big Ten. So. Do you think if Sky Clark wasn't on that team that Matthew Meyer would have been looked at differently? Because him and Sky had problems, right? Sure, why not? Uh, Bergie says Kenny Battle, not for his outside shooting, though. I feel like we're talking modern Underwood era stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like with what they put. But Yeah, because uh, wasn't Ravante Rice a transfer? Uh, Was he? I don't remember. I was just making up a name, honestly. Did he play for the – yeah, he was here. <laughs> <laughs> was he in that one yet? Uh, Jay says the goal of this – so he, was, he came from Drake. What are we okay. talking about here? Nailed it. Get Ray Rice on there then. He's up there above Grandison. Why is Grandison sure. on this list? What'd he do? He was okay. I, like Matthew Meyer averaged 12 points, five rebounds, uh, over a block a game. Uh, you look at some of the big games he had at Iowa, at Wisconsin, uh, Michigan State at home. I mean, what do you, what are like, what just so stupid people? It just left this bad taste in everybody's mouth. So, Jay said the goal for this three game stretch was getting two out of three. Illinois playing with house money. Don't expect a win yet. It would be awesome if they do. I agree. I agree. This guy said he, Matthew Meyer, is not better better than any guy on that list. Seriously, he's not better than Dane Danger? How (laughs) insane. How insane can you be? God, they don't know what they're watching. People that get satire. Fucking idiots, honestly. What did Grandison do at Duke? I think he was just there, you know. Exactly. Matthew Meyer was, was a pretty good player at Baylor. Here's this moron Austin who doesn't know a thing about basketball, clearly. Uh, followed by Deion Thomas, by the way. Deion, you might want to unfollow. This guy's an idiot. Um, <laughs> Meyer would be top two to three based on potential at time of transfer. He is not even in the top 20 when you look at on and off the court results. <laughs> One second. What's he doing? If you're listening to this, Ethan has left his station. I expected like a scream or something. Really not sure what he's doing. Folks, welcome to my podcast. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Brandon said, did he go less frustrations out? I guess he went outside to scream. That's a long, you would have heard him go up the stairs if he went outside. Well, I got to start working out. <clears throat> Seriously. These people are so stupid. <laughs> oh, you pick Mr. Caffeine poisoning. <laughs> How many comments you have on that thing? Oh, you went to go get your mom. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> Honestly, you guys are all idiots. It's a refreshing beverage. Nobody, nobody, he's being overly judged for this. I got to work out more. Um, He's an idiot. Everybody here is an idiot that doesn't think Matthew Meyer is one of the best transfers in the Underwood era. That's what we're talking about. Because let's think about this. This list by Mr. Goodwrench or whatever he calls himself. Ridiculous. I mean, Shannon is the obvious one, right? Uh-huh. Damask is way too early. Way too early. Agree. People could have said people could have said Matthew Meyer too at this point last year. Certainly. Right? I mean, the reason that they don't is because of how the season ended. Yeah. Uh, I think Matthew Meyer was more likely to go off the deep end or whatever they want to say about him than uh Damask, but uh um, well, obviously, but I'm just saying. You could say Damask has like maybe the best single performance by an Illini transfer. I think right there was Shannon in this game and Shannon against UCLA. Um, Plummer, I think, deserving to be on the list somewhere. He was an all-Big Ten guy that year and was a big-time shooter. 
Um, I think it's unfair to call uh, Plummer a one-trick pony, which I think some were calling him that, but I guess, you know, he did it pretty well. Uh, Grandison, I don't really get it. I think we're just saying that because he's was on the 2021 team and started, I guess. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, he's fine. Didn't really do too much uh, flashy. And Dane, that's just outrageous. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, Dane is outrageous. Uh, Jay says, my Meyer got to be near the top. Who the hell else is there? Exactly. Uh, just I, don't think any, I don't think any of these people commenting, uh, 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 no basketball. <laughs> I'm not drinking any more of this, but, you know, shout out to <laughs> Probably a good choice. Uh, Jeff, don't worry. Ethan is not going to Knoxville. Wasn't invited, guys. Wasn't invited. <laughs> Dude, you won't go to Champagne with me. You, I, I was supposed to think you'd go to Knoxville. Maybe I would have gone. I'm I'm a different a different animal now. I, I, we can go. We can ride five deep in the Ford Taurus. I'm sure if you really want to go. Yeah, a little late for that. I don't have a ticket. Uh, the we added a guy last week. He got a ticket right behind us. Yeah, no interest. I ain't riding five deep in the Ford Taurus. So that was a joke. So, anyways, why would you take a Ford Taurus? Wait, wait. I don't know because that's the guy that wants to drive that has a Ford Taurus. Not my choice. Yikes. Um, I can't believe I got this much heat for this tweet, though. How many comments were on it? I'm looking now. When I looked, there was only like 30. 28 comments, uh, 41 likes, 53,000 views. Who shared it out? Did Armchair share it? No, the only quote tweet was just my quote tweet about the podcast. Huh. Got some, you know, uh, Kevin Ducey from uh, Keeping It Orange and Blue defending me, or not defending me, but defending Meyer. I think that's good. Good stuff by him. Uh, your boy Brandon uh, Havrilka is a fucking moron, too, apparently. Whoa, he's um, here. Well, sorry. What do I care? Uh, Meyer has no place on that list. He gave up on the team. How did Matthew Meyer give up on the team? Like, what did anybody on the team play well in that game against Arkansas? No. If anybody on the team gave up on the team last year, guess who it was? Sky Clark. Come on. <laughs> There's no way he'd be top five. The disrespect. Here, here we go. Balance the line, I fan. He knows ball. The disrespect for Meyer in this comment section is crazy. Sure, he made some bad decisions, but so did everyone else. A very streaky shooter and ultimately carried us into the tournament last year. Quit the disrespect. Handshake. Handshake. These people are insane. Can't talk ball with everybody, though, you know? Yep, not everybody's as smart as us. He had six to seven games where he was the best player on the floor for them. And several of those were on the road. What do you want from me? I mean, you witnessed one of his best games live, Michigan State game. Yeah, I, another I, game that I could have gone to that I wasn't invited. You, I mean, I think everybody knows how I felt about Matthew Meyer, and I'd still have him top three on this list. So. Well, this ILL lunatic guy who is uh, apparently people people know. I don't know. Uh, dude was so undisciplined in the last quarter of the season. What What do you know about discipline? Give me a break. Hey, how about this? We got to talk about do mask. Yeah, I feel great. about that. Square, no. circle, square. Go back. We we talked about him. Honestly, his attitude and work ethic, his attitude and work ethic were non-existent. His work ethic was non-existent. I have a feeling if his work ethic was non-existent, Brad would have kicked him off the team. That's true. Attitude, you know, who knows? I'd take Damask over him. Great. Damask has played eight games here. I'd take Danger over him. You're a fucking idiot for that. I'd take Shannon over him. No shit. I'd take Plummer over him. I mean, I could have a discussion, but I don't know. I'd take Grant. You take Grandison over him? Seriously? Why? Because he has a set shot and just chucks the, you know, he'll make the shots, but doesn't do anything else in terms of versatility. Okay, cool. Uh, the guy who came from Holy Cross. Uh, all of those names I just mentioned, I'd take straight up over Meyer every single time. It's about personality and lock. First of all, it's about personality and locker room chemistry, too, dude. If you're Kevin Ducey, who's the one who he's saying this to, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta call this guy out like a lot. Like this guy duded you twice. He said dude at the beginning and dude at the end. What an idiot. So, all right. I don't know. I just feel like these people, 
I don't know. I'm definitely I mean, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't expect you to go back through all the tweets, but well, we the explicit tag is going to have to be added to this one. You know, I got frustrated, lost my cool. <laughs> How many f bombs um, did you uh, throw out when you left? I actually just ran up and got the monster. I didn't really. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, Imbrot says, if we win this game, it gets scary. Like, who's going to beat us every time we play? I it's college basketball. We'll get, probably Colgate. Colgate. Probably <laughs> uh, Squared Circle Square says, can we talk about Hawkins for a second? And then he says, Damascus 33, Matthew Meyer couldn't handle monster energy. I don't uh, think we understand the level of monster energy that he had, though. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says, guy has an ego problem. Bergy says, Meyer did march to a different drummer. He did. I mean, let's think about this. Um, he's still, but he was still a top five transfer in Illinois. I think the idea of Grandison and Dane over him is insane. And like Damask, it's been eight games. We can't do that right now. Here we go. Jay says Meyer has to be two right now. Plumber three. Damask to be determined. Perfectly level-headed response. Perfectly. It makes me think that Illini fans may, might not know what they're seeing. I don't get it. Like, uh, let's uh, Matthew Meyer last season. Okay. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, that's Illinois fans, right? Like, they're putting Damask on this unholy pedestal. There's going to be games where they're going to be pissed off at Damask, too. I guarantee Marcus Damask, who had, who had two games in double digits, in double figures over the first six games, only two. Were they both? They were both against quality opponents, though, right? Marquette and. Yeah, Marquette and Rutgers. Yeah, we get Rutgers. Um, but Matthew Meyer last season. Okay. We so the Texas game, the Texas game, he had 21 points, eight for 10 shooting, uh, five for five from three. Alabama AM, I know they stink, but I think Illinois was losing to them in the second half uh, and won by 21. He had 21 points on nine of 12 shooting. <laughs> Missouri, maybe the only guy to show up against Missouri, 16 points, made four threes. Um, the Northwestern game where Sky Clark became the baby of all babies uh, had 17 points, made three threes. Michigan State, the game you went to, made three threes at 19 points. Minnesota made three threes at 19 points. You know what else he did against Minnesota? He rebounded the basketball. He had eight rebounds. How about that? He's not a guy we looked to to rebound last season. You know what else he did against Minnesota? Had two blocks. You know what else he did against Michigan State? Had six blocks. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Illinois fans have the most recency bias of any college basketball fans out there? I don't know because I feel like everybody does, but I feel like we're just so, you know, we hear it all. <laughs> uh, moving along, Wisconsin, road win, one by 10. He had 26 points, made five threes. Uh, Iowa, lost by two on the road, made four threes, had 21 points, four assists. So, oh, he's so selfish. He doesn't pass the ball. Shut the hell up. Um uh, moving along, Indiana game, road loss, had 24 points, made four threes. Ohio State, road loss, nobody showed up. He only had 11 points but made three threes. Michigan, double overtime, 21 points, made eight shots, including four threes. Uh, and then Purdue, 16 points, one for 10 from three, not great. Finishing the year one for 20 from three in the last three games is going to leave a sour taste. But the body of work overall was good. Uh, he had four games last season where he was Illinois' MVP, according to Ken Palm. Um, I would say Damask will not have more than four games where he's the MVP of the team this season. He's only got one right now. I don't think he's going to have four. So there you go. Suck on that. You guys are all idiots. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jeff says, Damask plays old man ball. He's not the kind of player that's going to put his luck if he's hot or screwing up. Uh, Jay, I actually liked Meyer last year. They freaking needed him badly. Don't know what Illinois fans are smoking. Does this team make the tournament if Matthew Meyer wasn't there? Probably not. I mean, they weren't like they were a nine seed. Like they weren't a shoe in. Uh, they had a couple games that they won because of him. They had a couple games they stayed in because of him. Like the Indiana game on the road and the Iowa game on the road. He was great in both of those. They didn't win either game. Maybe whoever was guarding Tony Perkins last season shouldn't have let him score 32. <laughs> and they beat Iowa if that doesn't happen, you know? It's yep. just, I don't know. I don't know what people want. I mean, I also, you're like, none of the people commenting on this on Twitter are in the locker room. Nobody is speaking to anybody in the, in the program. Nobody knows the exact details of what happened because they've never been said. All we know is that, 
He enjoyed this beverage a bit too much. Okay. Monster. I'm assuming the caffeine poisoning, quote unquote, which was just probably playing video games till 6 a.m., drinking seven or eight of them. Who hasn't been there, by the way, amongst us? Um, and maybe he got sick from that. He probably wasn't drinking the rehab ones when he did that, but those are the ones that he likes. Those are the ones that were in the locker room. I bought two of them in March at Dollar General uh, because one of them was for the tournament game against Arkansas. That went horribly. The other one just been in the <laughs> fridge, took a drink. I'm probably going to get caffeine poisoning. But still, like, like I don't understand what these people are seeing. What are you seeing? Uh, Jesus. Jeff says maybe there wouldn't have been problems. Did you, did you, Jeff, Jeff, did you, did you, how long have you been watching? Was Sky Clark not a problem last year? Was the attitude of several other players in the team, notably Jaden Epps sitting on the bench, pouting because he wasn't playing late in the game? You think Meyer was the only problem? What are you watching? I thought I had bad vision. I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. anything. <laughs> All right. Around the Big Ten. Let's get this going. Holy cow. Yeah. Indiana won at Michigan. They're 2 0 in the Big Ten. Michigan State lost at home to Wisconsin. All right. Let me do this ad read. Do you guys want to throw anything else up there? Uh, we'll we'll talk about it, but uh, let Ethan breathe for a second. Uh, I'm so fine. <laughs> like always, we want to thank Alamo Steakhouse and Saloon at 700 East Broadway Avenue in Mattoon, Illinois. Find them online at www.alamo-steakhouse.com. Thursday night special is a salmon with a pesto pasta. You get a flaky salmon filet served atop a bed of creamy pesto linguine. Sounds like not my thing, but I bet it's good if you like salmon. Uh, Saturday, Cherrywood smoked prime rib. That is my thing. 12-ounce cut of prime rib, slow smoked and served with a smoky au jus. If you guys would like to be a sponsor for any of our episodes or our watch party, reach out to us on Twitter or email us at Podcast at gmail.com. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe. We are up to 404 subs. We can start pushing for 500. So if you guys can hit that subscribe button, we appreciate it. If you're listening to this on a different platform, uh, make sure to leave a review. Um, if you want to come find us on uh, the YouTubes and subscribe to us, we would appreciate it. Uh, no free ads. I apologize. I kind of gave monster one there. I was just trying to see if there's an expiration date. There's not, it's fine. It's only been nine months. That's not that bad. And it does say shake gently, but I think that's because of the tea. So whatever. Crypto says Ethan's at his finest when he's freaking out. Must see TV. I just don't want to blow this mic out. I'd rather <laughs> do it during a watch party, but I didn't. I you had you had the yell record on Tuesday night. It wasn't me. I was calm, calm, cool, collected. I can't sit though during those games. I don't know why people. I don't know how how are you how way. are you, how are you able to sit? You were sitting for a lot of the big stuff though. No, I wasn't. I stand like this. I don't know if that. I think I remember it like a different way. I don't know. Yeah. That's how I stand. This yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he said Matthew Meyer was doing his own thing. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I felt like Meyer and Shannon were pretty connected last year. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but. I think it's unfair to say there wouldn't have been problems. I agree. If I Meyer agree. I think Shannon and Meyer got along great last year. Both Big 12 guys, Texas Tech, Baylor, uh, kind of connected in the way that they came over. And remember, we all wanted um, Pete Nance uh, over Matt Meyer. And Pete Nance went to North Carolina and they missed the tournament. Pete Nance was not a good replacement for Brady Manick there. Who's to say how he would have played here? Obviously, would have been staying closer to where he was since he was at Northwestern. Um, but I just think it's unfair to sit back and look at last season and try to pin it on one guy, especially a guy that showed up in big spots. Like, how many big spots did the other two that you could say we noticeably saw stuff that both left uh, willingly, like transferred? Like, Meyer couldn't have come back or, you know, wasn't going to come back anyway. I don't think they wanted him back. But, you know, anyway. Uh, Epson yeah. Clark, pretty noticeably on the bench, you could see stuff. Um, and how many big spots did those guys show up in? Not very many. They're Maybe both freshmen, to be fair, but yep. I don't think we can look at last season and blame it on one guy. I think we can blame it on the fact that they were pretty poorly constructed overall, style stylistically and you know. Okay. I don't think 
I don't think what you've what you you're seeing see, seen. I don't think that's the way that I saw it. Um, Hopefully, uh, Carl will watch this. He can give us a full breakdown. I would like that. Session. Yeah, so, I would like that. Uh, Jay, far worse problems than Meyer. Yeah, last year was just a complete shit show, guys. I, I mean, it was on one guy. Everybody so. expected RJ Melendez to break out, and he was awful last season. That's just that's what it is. And Goody got hurt, and Danger was inconsistent. Um, it's hard to replace Kofi. Uh, Having to replace Frazier too, like you're going from a team with veteran guards where they had Io and Trent one year, then the next year they had Trent and Plummer, to a team with a bunch of young guards and then transfers from the Big Twelve. And Shannon's the only one with, with a connection to the area because he's from Chicago. So I think it's hard to look at last year's team and be like, yeah, that team was set up for success. They had so many different pieces. They had a lot of young guys. They didn't have enough shooting, especially with Goody out. Last year's team was not set up for success the way this year's team is. However, I think we we got we gotta we gotta be fair and not try to blame this on one guy. I don't know. Hey Jeff, what what was the place in Knoxville you told me to go to? Imbrats is going to the Colgate game with his sister. Nice. That's a loss, by the way. Ethan's already said it. I said it's starting. I'm starting to get that feeling. You're the one who brought it into the universe. <laughs> oh, it's my fault. Yeah, is everybody excited for Pacers Bucks in the NBA in season tournament one hour or two minutes from now? I'm pretty excited. Nope. Such a fake, phony tournament. God, what a joke. Anyway. All right. Well. Yeah, uh, if anybody's going to to the Tennessee game, uh hit me up on Twitter or something. We'll get together, have a drink or something <laughs> of water. Drink of water. Cotton Eye Joe's, but there's better sports bars for food. Okay. Hit some of the monster rehabs. Yeah. Hold on. Uh oh. Trying to look up. I want to find out who's calling the game Saturday. I guess we won't find out till Friday. I gotta go to the bathroom. So either in this or I'm walking. Yeah, away. I'll end it. <laughs> uh, we'll be back sometime in the near future. Are we doing a watch party for the Colgate game? I can't remember if I put that in the graphic or not. I don't know. You're the graphic guy. Isn't the graphic here somewhere? You can find no, it. But I've got it on my thing here. Uh, it is on there. Yeah, we have uh, FAU Colgate Missouri rest of the year. So, uh, how many games are there till the end of the year? Four. I don't know. We've done a lot of watch. Tennessee, Tennessee, Colgate, Missouri, FDU. I think that's it, right? Four feels right. Um, So, yeah, we got at least two, definitely two more watch parties before the season or before the Big Ten season starts. So, yeah. Uh, And maybe we'll do one. I think we'll probably do one, I guess, for the, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to speak, you know. Yeah. We'll have to look at schedules. Uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, with another episode sometime next week early, probably because I don't like when does seven, Illinois play again after Tennessee? I think it's the 17th, right? Does that feel right? Yeah, Sunday, they don't play till Sunday, so okay, plenty of time. Yeah, probably midweek next week, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in there. But uh, so everybody, then uh, check out the Twitter at Podcast Line if you want to go roast me for my Matthew Meyer tweet, which by the way, I didn't even tweet that with the intent to make people mad, but. What can you do? We're we're talking about a line I fans here, I guess. So uh, we'll see everybody next time.